Hey everyone, I'm Grace. And I'm Kaylee. And welcome back to What the Book. And today we are going to be reviewing The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. This is one of our spooky episodes, if As you couldn't tell from the intro music. Yes! Do you guys like it? That'll, that'll be the Q&A question. If they like the music, they're gonna say no. Okay, well, then they can unsubscribe. I'm just kidding. Please don't. We yeah, we need you. <laughs> but we thought it was cute and fun. We're trying to be seasonal. Yeah. We picked a lot of spooky books. We did. A lot is in three. That's a lot. We did Shadow and Bone, which was our like intro to fall. We're doing The Silent Patient. Oh, right. And then our next book, should we just tell them now? Yeah. Is Five Survived by Holly Jackson, who is the author of the very popular series, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Which have you read, right? I haven't read the last book in that series. But, but you've read the yes. first two? Okay. I haven't even read the books yet. I always see it at the bookstore and I like pick it up and I'm like, mm. Like A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, you mean? Yeah. Mm. And I look at it. And I continue to look at it, and then I put it back. Well, you need to read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder now, because it's set in the fall. Oh, okay. Like, it's a good time to read it. Five Survive, we're obviously not going to get into that book this episode, but I will say, like, like it's a it's a thriller, so it's mm-hmm. good to read in the fall, but it takes place in the spring. So yeah. it's like, it's a different vibe. It is a different vibe. But A Good Girl's Guide to Murder is, like, very fall. Ooh. So I'm just plugging all that. I have so many books. Okay, guys, listen. I recently counted my books and I had last time I counted, I had I think like 376. And then my mom had 590 or something. And that's when I re no, I don't know. But all I know is that we were about 30 books away from having a thousand, which is like considered a library in the whole like Instagram book and tiktok book community so i've been buying so many books recently to get to 30 i have become a library i just want to be a library as you should um i am suffering for that choice because my bank account and my room i don't know where to put the books anymore you your bookshelf is full and she's layered too well she's layered and so now it's like two giant piles probably both like two feet tall it's just like piling up on like this random thing i have you need a book cart, like me. I know, but I see. I don't have anywhere to put it. That's true. But it's very exciting. Kaylee's almost at a library. Yes. But the point of that is, long story long, I can't buy a good girl's guide for murder. I have so many books I need to read right now. Like, um, I, I can't, can't buy it. I can't add another one on. I should read the books I already have. Uh, I feel like you could. Anyway, we'll talk about this book yes, for now. The Silent Patient. When did you read it? Um, I just read it, like, within the past month, so I cheated again for this. I audiobooked it. It's not cheating. It feels like cheating, especially when it's for the podcast. I feel very fake. But I didn't even buy, like, a physical copy of this book. I only... That's crazy, because usually you have the physical copy. Wait, no. Yeah. No, it's usually on Kindle. That's what it is, because I know a couple times you, like, picked up my book, and you're like, oh my god, the physical form. Yeah. It's because you have it on Kindle. I have a lot of books on my Kindle, but um, usually if I, like, audio a book, I have the physical copy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even do that for this book. That's crazy. Because I was in a rush, I was in a pinch, and I needed it, so I audio booked. I don't even think that's the right term, but, like, I audioed this book yes. on my way to school, and... I had one of my friends actually asked me, like, how do you retain the information when you're, like, driving? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, I'm driving half an hour to school. Like, it, yeah. you're ought to zone out. But, and I usually do a little bit when I listen to an audiobook. But this kind of read, like, a true crime podcast of sorts. Yeah. So I was really involved in it from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, I did, yeah. I have read it in, like, the past month-ish. I finished it maybe, like two weeks ago okay yeah i think audiobooks are kind of like if you have a passenger and like you're talking to the passenger it depends on how the book is written though yeah but like you're listening to the passenger and like talking so you can also listen to an audiobook yeah you know It, it depends on the book because like i know how i mentioned with shadow and bone like they're describing a whole world to you. Mm. That's hard to understand while you're driving. Okay, actually, that makes sense. But, like, for this book... It's set in real life. It's set in real life. There's, like, diary entries. Mm-hmm. It was very straightforward. 
the narrative is very much like he's talking to you, the main character. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. So I did well with it. I rated it four stars um, on Goodreads. I'm like I would push it to say it was four point five. There was just some yeah. lulls in it for me. Personally. Ooh, and we'll get to that because now I want to hear. I'm curious. I want to know what lulls were there. Well, I want to know. You have to say when you read it first and what you rated it. Okay. I told myself, okay, funny guys, funny story. Okay. (laughs) I was like, it was probably mid-August and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a head start on the podcast and I'm going to read one of the books we're reading in fall. And I'm like, what book am I in the mood for? I'll read The Silent Patient. But then I wasn't reading and then it was time to read Love and Other Words. So I had to put this book down and start and read Love and Other Words for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, I thought we were reviewing Five Survive first. So then I still, this one on pause, only about 40 pages in, started Five Survive, got about 80 pages in until I realized we were reading this book. So I had to put Five Survive down. And then, so I technically started this in August and I finished <laughs> it probably like last week. But you really read, like, the chunk of it within the past few weeks. Yeah. But I just thought that was a fun little origin story. So I rated this five stars um, for completely biased reasons, really. Ooh, what are your biased reasons? Um, I'm in psychology. (laughs) Okay. So, like, I, like, I don't know. And especially because, like, I want to get into forensic psychology. He literally, Theo is you in 10 years. Well, uh, wait. (laughs) Okay, let's, let's stop right there. Pause. Okay, guys, listen. For all intents and purposes, I'm not really Theo, but like his job is me, or at least what I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like I really like that's my job is to get my master's in social work and then go be a little counselor and talk to little jail people and be like, why are you the way you are? Like this, buddy. <laughs> why are we so violent? I don't know. I love abnormal psychology. So like this, I literally was eating it up. I could so get that. Not okay. only because, well, should we read? What is it about? We should probably. Yes. yes. Please tell me. Okay. So, Alicia Berenson's life is seeming. <sighs> okay, we have to stop right there. <laughs> we didn't get very far. We didn't get that very. Okay, really quick, guys. The main character, not the main character, the subject of this. Alicia? Her name is spelled A L I C I A. When I read the audiobook, the voice actor said it as Alicia. And audiobooks are usually right because, like, obviously yeah, they're... I'm going off of him. It's usually in cahoots with the author, the audiobook. Like, I feel like the the yeah. author has some... It's not Alicia. It looks, I feel lied to. It could be either way, I think. Okay, sorry. I just had to... I literally told Grace before recording because that came up. And I was like, Alicia, what did you just say to me? Like, because I'm tight. What's the word? Kazunka. Wait. <laughs> What is it? Kazoon tight? That sounds wrong. Okay, you guys get the joke, though. You anyway. Okay, anyway, you may proceed. I just, that was the perfect opportunity to cut in. Of course. <sighs> Alicia Berenson's life is seemingly perfect, until one night when her husband, Gabriel, returns home late from work and Alicia shoots him five times in the face and then never speaks another word. Alicia's refusal to talk or give any kind of explanation turns a domestic tragedy into a mystery that captures the public imagination. And she, the silent patient, is hidden away from the tabloids at The Grove, a secure psychiatric unit in North London. Chemical psychotherapist Theo Faber is captivated by Alicia's story and jumps at the opportunity to work with her. His determination to get her to talk and unravel the mystery of why she shot her husband will take him down a path more unexpected and more terrifying than he ever imagined. Period. That's an interesting description. That. They, I think that's like one of the best synopsis, synopsi, synopsi that I've ever read. Okay. Like it, that one grabs me so much. Like if mystery and thriller novels does something right, it's their synopsi, synopsis. It's the back of the book that tells yeah, you what it's about. I would agree. It is such a good hook every single time. Like you read the back of a fantasy book and you're like, what the hell am I reading? Cause it's you're just like, like <laughs> and you're like, those aren't words. Cause it's like talking about all like the fantasy world yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But you read the back of like a mystery and thriller and you're like, ooh, she shot her husband five times. Ooh. It's crazy. It's the crazy. whole like concept of this book are really captivating. So we should preface this episode that like, even though it is a common 
theme in thrillers. Uh, there is a lot of trigger warnings on this book. So they do include suicide, mental illness, depression, stalking, infidelity, loss of a parent, and parental abuse. All down. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I guess. Whew. There's a lot to this book. Mm-hmm. Um uh, that's all I really have to say. Like, it's it's a heavy book to dark, read. Dark themes. For sure. So we just wanted to preface this episode by saying that there is a lot of trigger warnings, so check them uh, before you listen to this episode and before you pick up the book yourself. Yes. Okay, so The Silent Patient was his first novel. <gasps> no and way. it spent more than a year on the New York Times bestseller list and sold in a record-breaking 50 countries. Oh, debut? Like, that makes sense to me because, like, just the concept is very captivating what debut though yeah this is a debut novel mm-hmm. impressive and it's all over book talk that's well, how we like yes. first discovered it yeah i've been seeing this book for probably over a like over a year oh two years yes definitely i want to see what year it came out 2019 and he does have another book it's called the maidens yes and i've seen that one a lot and i'm not gonna lie like now reading this one i 100 want to pick up pick up pick up his other novels oh yeah i would read it too but you're not usually a thriller reader i'm not that's the thing but i'm reading these thrillers and i'm like hold on am i am i a thriller girly i feel like you're a thriller like you will be a thriller fan because you're a psychology major yeah and a lot of these books are psychological thrillers and that's the thing i think i'd eat up psychological thrillers Mm -hmm. specifically yeah like, I ate this right up. Like, it was... I loved every second of it, except the first 30 pages. But besides <laughs> that, I loved every second of it. Okay. Well, okay. I want to talk about the first 30 pages then. Okay. Because I'm interested. Yes. But let's just get into spoilers. Yes. So, go pick it up. Go silently walk over to your bookstore. Uh-huh. Silently pay for the book. And go silently read it. Slay. I, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So we'll go in chronological order. We'll try. Okay, so then you talk about what you didn't like about the beginning. Okay. The thing is, it was a lot of backstory all at once. We got, obviously, Mm. Alicia's backstory. Okay. I'm going to say Alicia. It's fine. I'm just going to warn warn everyone now because I literally read the whole book and thought, okay, I'll try really hard to say Alicia. But we get her backstory, and then we get Theo's, and then him applying for the job. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want to get to the job. But even, like, yes. once we got there, I was enthralled. Like, even of just him, like, doing his little, like, then I walked in, and then I had <laughs> I talked to these people. I was like, ooh, tell me more, Theo. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, like, obviously, if this is a job I want to do. So I was just, like, fascinated with, like, everything. That, like, he was doing. That's true. You know? It's kind of like an inside look for you. Yeah. I'm assuming it was pretty accurate. See, I have my complaints about the accuracy. First of all, (laughs) should I get into this now? Yes. Okay, first of all, the whole book itself. This is not the job of a psychotherapist. He goes full detective. Like He definitely overstepped. Like, I get he's passionate. And you, well... We now know why after the ending. Mm -hmm. But obviously when you're first reading this book, like my first initial thoughts were like, buddy, like this is not like he just kind of broke like every single like a lot of ethical codes. See, to play devil's advocate, like he totally did. mm -hmm. But at the same time, like he's given a patient who will not speak. And, like, there's not a lot in her file. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to build a relationship with her. Like, I guess, like, what else are you going to do than, like, talk to her family to try and gauge, like, why is she doing this? I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt more like he was a detective than a psychotherapist. Yeah, I would agree. And there were some things where I was like, you can tell, like, he's not a psychologist, like, the actual author. Mm -hmm. Like, what is he? It says in the back. I literally read it. I think he's, like, he went to school for English and, like... He has a master's in English literature. Yeah, but... And a master's in screenwriting. Yeah. Hmm. So you can tell that a lot of, like, he only knows about, like, psychotherapy and everything based off what was... He did research for this book. Yeah, that's fair. Which a lot of it was good, but, like, I don't know. I, like, I know a little bit. Like, I could tell a little bit. I was like, hmm. 
See, I couldn't, but that's just because that's not my field at all. But besides, like, it was really good. Like, I like how much of a focus there was on her childhood mm-hmm. and, like, how much that affected and, like, in what ways it affected her adult life. And I don't know, just, it was really, that was good. Should we get into her backstory? We can. Well, what did you think about the first 30 pages? I thought it was fine. Like, it's hard to, there was so much to introduce because mm-hmm. you have, like, a dual point of view, two different timelines, which we learn later. Which is crazy because, like, you just don't think it's two different timelines. Yeah. I never suspected. Didn't did even you cross my mind. I was about to say, did you suspect the double timeline and the plot twist at all? I didn't suspect the double timeline. To jump to further in the book, I had, like, a thought that maybe it was him. Mm-hmm. Just because, I forget why, but I was just listening to it, and he was so involved. Yeah. I, I don't know. I forget what really made it click, but I just thought, like, I was like, what if it is him? Because I've read a few mystery novels where the main character ends up being, um, what's the word? Not suspect, because they actually did it. Like, ends up being the perpetrator. Yes. Like, I actually, I've read a few novels where the main character ends up being the perpetrator, and it's always a really good plot twist, and it's always really well done. But, like, I feel like because I've read other books like that, it's not as intense of a plot twist. So I was like, it could be a possibility. I want to ask you for recommendations, but that's literally a spoiler, probably. Yeah, I can't. I can't give anyone recommendations. If I ever read a mystery novel that you've read, I'm just going to be like, sus. No, it's only happening, like... Maybe one or two. But which ones? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> but anyway, continue. But yeah, I feel like that's why I kind of had the inkling. I've read a lot of mis Not a lot. But like, I've read enough mystery where like... You've read a lot. I investigate. Give yourself credit. Oh, thanks. You're a mystery girly. I like to think so. So I really do like... I dive in. Um, yeah. But that's also why I thought like he wasn't really overstepping mm. at the beginning when he started like going back to like max and I, i'm not really not good with names because there were so many names in this mm-hmm. book but like when he started like going back to those people i was like okay relax yes that's yes exactly i feel like the first couple times was acceptable like a little weird but acceptable but when he started like continually yeah i think that's when it kind of clicked for me that like maybe it is him but then i was like mm-hmm. nah really that's when it interesting yeah mm. but to get to the beginning again. Yes. Um, it was just a lot of, like, information overload, mm. I guess. Yeah, it was. Like, I had a hard time, like, remembering a lot of his past and a lot of her past. Oh, I, I still... I'm still, like, spotty on Alicia's. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know... First of all, awful childhood. Yeah. It seems like, like, her mom tried killing herself and alicia who was in the car yeah but then alicia survived because like her mom drove straight into a wall so that happened with her mom and then it seemed like her dad which we thought was a good guy ended up just being a horrible father that was crazy so him and then her aunt that she lived with were also like both of them are just horrible people so Mm -hmm. it was really the only person she really had in her house like childhood home was her cousin paul yeah from what it reads Just as a little summary. That's what I picked up. And I would agree. I think the hardest part was, um, like, when she was on the roof and her dad was saying, like, oh, I wish it would have been Alicia. That's horrible. (sighs) That was actually horrendous. Oh, my God. And the way... Oh, my God. I love just, like, the symbolism and I love the parallels that the author did, like, between that and between her and, like, Gabriel and between like why she did what she did and how Theo never expected and like I don't know there's just so much gray morality within this book that I was like twi- like I just I love like when like authors start really playing with like morals and like why and like what's like was Gabriel's death justified was the way Alicia acted like was everything I just love seeing that and it's just interesting like i just loved the parallel between what happened with her dad and then what we see later yeah it was just chef's chef's kiss that's all just i just i I ate it right up (laughs) 
Like, when all the pieces were clicking, I was, like, tweaking out a little bit. Oh, I know. When it all came together, like, at the end, it was actually crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't care as much for Theo's backstory. Was it that his parents, like, his dad is really abusive, and then, like, his mom is, like, a drug addict or, like, an alcoholic? Alcoholic because of the dad? They didn't touch on his past so much, so I didn't, like, Mm -hmm. really digest it. Mm -hmm. But I was just, like... Because at that point, I didn't realize that, like, Theo's character was so, like, central. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, I don't care. Like, I was, like, just tell me about Alicia. Like, tell me the tea. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... I should have paid more attention to it in hindsight, but Mm -hmm. I genuinely just thought that it was, like, fluff. And it was, like, character development for him. Yeah. To kind of, like, see his motivations in coming a psychotherapist and, Mm -hmm. like... Because he said himself that, like, he's, like, messed up. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. But, like, <laughs> like yeah, what's you, the point? You definitely think that this book is going to be whatever. We always forget. I at least always forget this. Whatever the perspective is where the main, the narrator isn't the main character. Mm-hmm. It's a side character narrating what they see. And, like, we watch the main character. But I think, like, we think the novel is going to be like that. And then obviously once you get to the end, you realize how much more of a role Theo plays yeah. than we think. Because we think that obviously Alicia is the main character. Like the story is trying to figure out like why she did what she did. Mm-hmm. But then like at the end with Theo, it's like, oh, like it all, once again, <laughs> it pieces together. Yeah. Oh, Theo. Oh, Theo. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know what next. I don't, because I just want to talk about the ending. Should we just jump to the ending? You know what? No, I I have a prompt. How did you feel when we first started learning about Theo and Kathy, Kathy and the whole infidelity of what Kathy, you know? Well, I kind of thought, like, when Kathy was telling the story about how they met mm-hmm. and how, like, he even said that, like, it's taboo that they both, like, cheated on their partners. Like, I already knew that it was going to end badly. Because like, it's, like, relationships that grow from infidelity, they're not healthy isn't at it, the end of the day. Isn't, and isn't it that, like, people who cheat, like, a cheater will always be a cheater? Once a cheater, always a cheater. And they're yeah. both cheaters. So, I don't know. If not Kathy, even, like, Theo, I don't know. But at the same time, he was, like, so madly in love with her that maybe not. Yeah. But he also had, based on his emotional dependence on Kathy, it, like, makes you question, like, oh, like, what's stopping him from developing, like, having, like, one day, like, seeing another woman and suddenly, like, forming an obsession with her. Oh. Because I think it's really obvious that Theo has an obsessive personality. Oh, yeah. Like, with whatever he does. Like, he was obsessed with, um... Like, in his college days, like, talked about, like, his weed and alcohol. I don't know if it was so much alcohol, but, like, weed. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, Kathy became his new obsession. And now Alicia is his new obsession. And, like you said, like, um, you thought he would have, like, found another woman. He did, and it was Alicia at the end of the day. Yeah, technically. So, if not Kathy cheating, it probably would have been Theo. One of them would have mm-hmm. cheated. So, but... I don't know. It wasn't, like, shocking to me. I didn't think it was... Like, it was dramatic, but it was very predictable, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Because... Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. Go. No, that's it. That's oh. I wanted to say. I just have a question, but it, like, spoils... I guess, okay, so well, if you're... We're reading, into spoilers. Yeah, so we all fine. know what happens at the end. The fact that it's a double timeline. The fact that Kathy is cheating on Theo with Gabriel and, like, mm-hmm. you know, all that. How did Kathy and Gabriel meet? Like, I just want to know, like, how their worlds. Like, I'm yeah. a little curious on that. Because, like, Kathy's an actress. He's a psychotherapist. And then Gabriel, what is it? Was He was, like, just in, like, a finance business guy? No, he, like, worked in... He was a photographer. Oh. So he might have photographed Kathy or something? I don't know if it explicitly Maybe. said. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're like, no, you idiot. This is what happened. Because, like, I don't, I don't remember. We have violent listeners. <laughs> guys let's calm down i don't know i don't know how they met no me either and i was just like i just thought about it i was like and it's so interesting too to see like both of the sides to that where like theo suspected it right away and then 
like really drew on that and became obsessed with the whole cheating. 100%. And then Alicia was like being very obsessive, but about something completely different. She was actually obsessing yes. over the guy in the window who just so happened to be Theo. Yes. But like it was just Which, like she was like avoiding Gabriel. It's so still just so crazy. Oh, Sorry, that's still such a crazy plot twist. No, I'll never is. get over it. And it was just so crazy that like. She was really in one direction where she would never expect Gabriel to do that. Mm -hmm. And, like, she was so focused on him. Yeah, which all the signs were there. Like, the way that Gabriel kept on being like, oh, I'm going to be late tonight. I won't be home until, like, 1030. Like, really? Really, buddy? Like, what job really has you staying until 1030? I expected more from Gabriel. But then, obviously, like, we saw, like, the toxicity of their relationship. But I just thought he was tired. Yeah. I don't know. And I think oh, just Al- Alicia's, like, my, like, I just almost wish, I get the whole point of this book was, I just, I know the whole point of the book is that we're diving into Alicia's, like, mind and, what is that, psyche? Mm-hmm. But I wish we dived more. Like, like even, like, with the fact that she went psychotic, like, she had a psychotic, psychotic episode after her dad died yeah like what like i don't know there's just so much more and especially the fact that gabriel was not like gaslighting her but basically gaslighting no, he her was. into being like you're crazy like, you're you're just going crazy sweetie i know it drove me a little crazy but then Dr- it- sorry no pun intended. <laughs> no but like it even had me questioning i was like what if she is crazy I know. Because, like, her thoughts and, like, her narration is so scrambled at that point in the mm-hmm. diary that it even makes you think, oh, like, what if she really is just, like, schizophrenic? Yeah. Like, what if she really is just having another psychotic episode? Especially because everyone, like, the psychiatrist, which, crazy that he worked at the Grove. hmm That was crazy. But, like, it just really made, oh, my God. And my nails met. <gasps> You were made for this book. Kaylee has red Sorry. nails on right now, and it matches the book cover. Literally flip that over. I'm getting distracted. Well, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. That was just crazy that he worked there, but the one psychiatrist. Yeah. But the fact that the psychiatrist was telling her she's crazy. Her husband was telling her she's crazy. And the only person that was on her side was the crazy neighbor. Yeah. And, like, it really made you think, Barbie. Like, mm, oh, Barbie. <laughs> like, kind of ironic now that we're reading this book because, like, of the whole Barbie Because trend. of the Barbie movie. Yeah. I know. That's really funny. I was like, okay, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Like, it was really funny, but... I didn't like her character, though. No, she was (laughs) god-awful. Yeah, she was definitely meant to be written that way, but still. Well, yeah. I feel like the author did a really good job of that, Mm because, like, not half of the book, but, like, a good portion of the book is Alicia's diary, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be providing us context, and then Mm -hmm. that makes her, like, a non-credible narrator as well yeah because you you, like you see how gabriel reacts you see how the psychologist reacts Mm -hmm. and you're like no she is crazy like he just did a really good job of like portraying Mm -hmm. that whole situation and even making the readers want like start to doubt her Mm -hmm. like really just emphasizing that she is an unreliable narrator yeah that was just yeah the one I had one really important point, and I forgot to bring it up earlier. This kind of jumps to more of the beginning of the book. When Theo and Alicia first meet, Mm -hmm. like, in their first session, or it might have been the second, but the one where she strangles him. Yes. I hated that because she spoke. I don't think she spoke. Yeah, she did, because I remember being like, well, she's not a silent patient anymore. One second. No, I think that was his internal thoughts. Oh, you think so? Saying that she was going to kill me. No. Okay, um, disregard everything I just said. So I had Kaylee find the part in the book. Um, she doesn't actually speak, but in the book, um, like, it's, like, okay, so he's saying, I want to help you, Alicia. I need you to believe that. The truth is, I want to help you. I want to help you see clearly. At this, oh. <gasps> oh, <laughs> whoa. Because <laughs> she points that out later. Well, yeah, he... Yeah, she points out that, like, she recognized him, but she thought she was crazy, mm-hmm. and then she was like, I saw his eyes, and I knew it, but him saying, I want to help you see clearly, because didn't he say that, like, while he was... I think so. Yeah. Whoa. But cause... then it's not even, like, I want to help you, like, I want to... Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something really, mm-hmm. like, a therapist would say. Like, he's like, no, I need to, like, help you explain what happened. Whatever. So, 
At this, Alicia looked up. She stared at me, right through me. You can't help me, her eyes shouted. Look at you. You can barely help yourself. You pretend to know so much and be so wise, but you should be sitting here instead of me. Freak. Fraud. Liar. Liar. Crazy. First of all, that's crazy to reread after knowing the ending. Yeah. But in the audiobook, that kind of read like she was actually speaking. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Because, like, it really personifies her eyes. It does, which I guess the author has to work with whatever he has with a completely silent character. Mm-hmm. And it's good foreshadowing, too, mm-hmm. for the ending, because she goes back to explain her interpretation of this scene. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it read like she actually spoke. So the whole time, yeah. I was like, oh, so she's not silent. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I, I had beef, because I was like, okay, so she <laughs> spoke in, like, the second chapter. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, she didn't speak until, like, the very end. Yeah. I, like, sh- I, like, poop my pants <laughs> when she spoke. When she actually spoke. But no. that specific scene where he, like, her eyes are screaming, blah, 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 like, and he, like, she says all, well, she doesn't say it, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think it was just interesting because, like, you think that, like, it's just, like, Theo, like, being not, like, self-conscious because he clearly, but, like, he clearly has some issues, but, like. That's his inner turmoil That's of, like, like, his guilt. Yeah, like, that's quite literally him projecting. Mm-hmm. That's crazy reading back. I want to reread this book. And I know I was talking to, like, a mutual friend of Grace and mine. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And I know our friend was even saying that, like, they really want to reread this book. Now knowing. And 100%, like, this is the type of book that, like, you want to reread now knowing the ending. Just Mm -hmm. so you can catch all the little telltale signs. Because there definitely was. Oh, yeah. I did a really good job of foreshadowing. But you don't Mm -hmm. think anything of it. Because, like, she's portrayed as crazy and, and you're he, like he's just trying to do his job to a weird extent but like, yes yeah and he's also portrayed as a very not self once again not self-conscious but like almost self-conscious because of like his past and now like his dad always drilled into the head into his head that he's not good enough like all of that mm-hmm. so we know that he's also not exactly right in the head yeah so they're really both not liable narrators mm-hmm. yeah I think it was also really interesting, like, I think the part that really starts to, like, foreshadow the ending is when we see Theo sees that Kathy has cheated on him when he's also, like, stoned, and he, like, absolutely loses his mind, Mm. and we see his violent thoughts, and we see him, like, starting to do the spiral of, like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna, like walk up behind him in the street and bash him in the head dude i was like whoa okay like buddy let's calm down and then he like goes to ruth's office like he subconsciously i thought that was crazy Mm -hmm. especially now because like you and i remember okay i remember reading this and i kept on wondering to myself like why like i would think that like maybe he would use his not that because you're not really supposed to as a therapist but i thought maybe to try and get Alicia to talk Alicia yes Alicia to talk he'd be like listen like girl guess what happened (laughs) and he'd be like listen like I literally just found out my wife was cheating on me Mm -hmm. like I get it like I've yeah I I thought he was going to somehow use it to try and relate to her to show her that they're like the same and I was like why isn't he like I don't know or like even like there was just no signs that his wife was actively cheating on him when he was at work and I kept on wondering, like, why? Like, I thought, I was like, wow, maybe he's just a really good professional. And he, like, keeps his, like, <laughs> I know. Right? But I think now it, like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. It I, was kind of, like, interesting how, I think in, like, the first session, he was like, are you married? Like, I'm married. Or, like, you know what? He was, like, talking yeah. to her. And he was like, oh, I love my wife. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, be so for real right now. Be for real. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just weird that way, which... Now it makes sense why. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely bonkers. What did you think of Max's character? Gabriel's I brother. did not like him. Well, no. Well, Clearly yeah. not. I think he was also, once again, super interesting. Even his relation... Like, I don't know. There was something about, like, his obsession with his, like... With... Ka- not Kathy. Wrong wife. With Alicia. <laughs> and, like... I don't know, like, just their relationship, and then we saw, like, how he was, like, it made you wonder, like, especially because we find that out later, and, like, before we see how he is with Theo talking about Alicia, and, like, I kept on wondering, I was like, why is he so chill? Like, he was Alicia's, like, defendant? 
Or, like, she he, like, defended her. He represented her. her, yeah. Which is, like, bro, like, she just murdered your brother. That was crazy. I was, like, why? And he's, like, oh, like, I represented her because that's what Gabriel would have wanted to protect her. But I'm, like, dude, like, she just murdered him. Like, you'd think there'd be, like, some sort of... So, I, like, was a little confused by that. That was... It was really confusing. There was no boundaries between them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his character just did a really good job of, like... I don't know how to explain this. Every character really portrayed every scenario so differently. Yes. And he was no exception because mm-hmm. he was another one who was like, oh, Alicia's a bitch. Yeah. And then you're, but then like you're seeing what she's saying about him mm-hmm. in her journal entries. And then other people are saying that like Max and Alicia are like so close. And he was yeah. like, no, I never liked her. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya's just there. That was wild. No, Tanya was crazy. Like, even that whole relationship, like, with her and Max. And, like, she almost knew that he had a thing for Alicia. Like, she knew that he was in love with her. But, like, he was... She was still with him. And she witnessed, like, that whole scene in the restaurant where, like, Alicia followed him and was like, Stop stalking me. And he's like, You're crazy. I'm not stalking you. And then Tanya just pulled up and she was like, Oh, my God. And then, like, Alicia slapped him and walked away. Personally, I would not stay with the man. Who's being accused of stalking. Maybe that's just a personal preference. Like, and I just want to know, like, why Gabriel, like, why, I understand that that's Gabriel's brother, but I don't know, like, I would bring it up. Like, if he quite literally, he assaulted Elise, like, Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna, like, let that slide? Well, I don't think Gabriel knew any of the details. He was just kind of like, oh, well, why don't you like my brother? But then at the same time, like, I'm like, you think he would... And I don't want to assume, I don't want to generalize and compare relationships, but it's like you think you would know your partner well enough Mm -hmm. to, like, read their body language, read the signs, or at least, like, support Mm -hmm. them. I don't know. (laughs) Or just, I don't know, like, it just, that whole situation was just very strange. Every relationship in the novel was very strange. Mm Mm-hmm. There was no healthy relationship. There were so many layers to all of them. I don't think Gabriel was a good partner. I feel like he was in the past. Yes. But they grew toxic. He grew almost, like, tired of her. Yes. In an unhealthy way and just kind of, like, gave up on her. Mm -hmm. And then their relationship obviously got worse from there. Yes. But it just, it drove me crazy how, like, like, I understand probably, like, with her like, mental health in the past, like, it's hard on him, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can just check out and be like, girl, get some help. Like, not, like, yes, say that, but, like, also, like, be there. I don't know. I did not like him at all. He was, he, I don't, like, I just really, not to be this way, but, like, I didn't give him that much thought, because I obviously did not think he was going to play a big part, like, he was Mm going to be the one cheating on Alicia with, I didn't even think he was cheating. And I also didn't even realize that, you know, that they'd all be interconnected with yeah. each other. So I really didn't give him much thought. Like, I didn't have an opinion on him, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's just a dead husband. I had to give him thought, though, because, like, there was no signs of him cheating. There was just signs of him being, like, unsupportive. I guess. But I was like, I feel like how she was presenting herself in the diary entries, mm-hmm. like, she seemed to be doing decently well even when the stalker Mm -hmm. was stalking her like she didn't blame gabriel yeah per se Mm -hmm. so i was just like i could not figure out what happened i thought for a second that she was like kind of losing it like with the whole stalker and i thought at one point that especially when like she saw the stalker behind her and all of that I genuinely thought it was just going to be Gabriel, like, coming <gasps> home too. early. And Me the, too. why she killed him is because she simply thought he was the stalker. Like, it was by accident. Yes. Me too! Yeah. That's actually crazy. When mm-hmm. she literally, she wrote in the journal, like, oh my gosh, he's inside the house, and then it abruptly stops. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just Gabriel coming home, mm-hmm. but she was so, like, distressed that her brain perceived it as an intruder. Yeah. So he, like, so she tied him up, mm-hmm. like being like oh my gosh like you're stalking me and then killed him and then realized oh my god it's him yes and she went silent because she was like so beside herself yes no wow so glad we agree Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely i did okay and we're already talking about the ending then i'm just gonna okay i feel like we can jump we covered we covered we were pretty much here yeah i okay not that i guessed the ending but 
I started suspecting when, like, Theo was, like, creepily watching Kathy. I was, Mm. like, buddy, like, let's come. Like, he was, like, watching Kathy. And then, like, I don't know. Like, he just started, like, the way he was acting, it was mirroring, obviously, obviously, the guy watching Alicia. So I thought, I thought that because like him, like Theo and Alicia were always so like in parallel with each other, like with their childhoods, with stuff, like it was always, there was a repeated theme of like, oh, we're the same, like all of that. I thought he was going to figure out the case by seeing like retrospectively looking at his own actions. So I thought once again, it was going to be a parallel between him and Alicia, but he is the stalker. Of Alicia. Like, so, like, but I thought it was a parallel. So, he was going to be, like, oh, my God. Like, look what I'm doing right now. And then be, like, Mm, that's what happened to Alicia. Like, that's... I thought there was going to be, like, some sort of, like, that. But I didn't think it was actually him. Yeah. I didn't think... That was crazy. So, like, I got it. But, like, I just didn't... I really did not think that it could be the same. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, oh, my God. They're doing the same thing. That's how he's going to figure it out. That's all I got because, like, at that point, it's like, but who still is the stalker? Like, I bet if it was a little bit of a longer book or something, like, maybe I would have gotten it eventually. Like, maybe. But, because I was cracking my brain. I was trying so hard to guess. I I, I was like, ooh, come on, Kaylee, use your brain. And we had, like, some fair guesses. Yes. You just, you never... Oh, I don't know. That was, it was crazy. It's That's just all some, I have to say. You just really don't put two and two together. And especially because... Okay. I don't know because I don't... Not that it ruined Theo's character, but it, like, obviously ruined his character. Because, mm-hmm. like, it makes you think that he killed Gabriel. But then you realize that, like, yes, he just inflicted severe psychological harm on Alicia and everything. But, like, at the end of the day, he didn't really kill anyone. Like, yes, no. he, he broke into the house, but he then shot the ceiling and then left. It was just to, like, a really cruel wake-up call for Kathy and Gabriel. So it was Alicia. She did end up murdering her husband. Like, she did do it. So, but it, like, I don't know. Like, it was just interesting because I was like, okay, so is Theo really bad? And it's like, yes, he is. Because then he later drugged Alicia well, to yeah. keep her silent, which that was crazy. I did not think it was him mm-hmm. that drugged her. I was like... Because even when it came out that, like, he was the one in the house, he shot the ceiling or whatever, I don't think he would have drugged Alicia. Yeah. But it makes sense. Like, he has to cover his tracks. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why he went to her in the first place. He had Mm -hmm. to ensure that she was staying silent and that, like, they were kind of on... (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God. That's even more, because the whole time, like, even when he found out that there was that one psychiatrist who was, like, heavily drugging her into being a zombie, Mm -hmm. Theo was like, oh, it's just good for you that she's silent. Like, you want her to be silent to cover your tracks. Yeah. That was, like, literally him projecting. Yeah. Because he wants her to be, whoa. I never put two and two together. Like, I know that's not that big of a deal, but, like. I felt like he was doing that the whole time. I do think that he clearly is obsessed with Alicia and yeah. has been and that that didn't change once she murdered Gabriel yeah but I do feel like he didn't go there as an obsession like he went there to make sure that like yeah. all of his ducks were in a row mm-hmm. 100% but I also oh, what was it one scene that made me really uncomfortable oh when they were smoking cigarette and she was finally talking mm-hmm. which first of all why did no one freak out they would have been able to see her talking to him, walking around the courtyard. Yeah. And, like, no one just had any reaction. Everyone was like, it's fine. Like, everyone was like, oh, that's casual. So, like, that itself, but when he was like, Alicia, like, I find the need right now to hug you and comfort you. And he was, like, in his inner thoughts being like, I want to, like, hug her and kiss her. I was like, no. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. I was so uncomfortable. Oh, like, I really, at that point, I really think, like, we see Theo, like, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That was the last straw. That was, I was like, Theo, He just went downhill from there. Yeah. Oh, and, like, the whole thing about, like, the whole, like, Greek tragedy parallel. Uh, I don't understand Greek anything. (laughs) So, like, the whole point was that there was a woman and that... She was, she died in her husband's place, but then yes. her husband, like, was fine with it. 
But then she was brought back to life, and then she found out that her husband was fine with her dying. So she was like, screw this guy. I'm just not going to talk. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, because she was supposed to be him. She was she was supposed to be that lady to some extent. Yeah. So, like, there's the whole parallel with the fact that her dad killed her in parentheses when she was younger. That? Oh, my God. When her cousin was like, oh, that was the day that Alicia was killed. I was like, hold up a second. Right? I thought it was going to be some sort of, like, she's already dead. Like, yeah. Like, she died. Some crazy lady was, like, in her, like, in her place. Yes, that's what I thought. That it wasn't actually Alicia. Yeah. That was, like, in the grove and, like, at her house and that killed her. Thousand percent. Yeah. One hundred. Yes. Which, that also would have been such a crazy plot twist. Mm -hmm. That, like, she actually had, like, a twin sister Oh. You know what I mean? That she had, like, a twin sister that, like, was always hidden away because she was a little crazy. Yeah. And, like, Alicia. So, that's why, like, Alicia... Whoa. That would have been crazy. Oh, my God. And that would have explained why the mom wanted to kill Alicia. Because, like, the dad and the aunt would have shunned the other twin for, like, being insane. (gasps) And the mom, though, being, like, a mother, was like, that's still my daughter. How dare you shun her? I'm going to kill the perfect one with myself so you guys are forced to like embrace my other daughter we're just rewriting the book right now that would have been crazy it would have been it would have been a cool motive would have been good whoa and like maybe like gabriel was like onto her and that's why she had to kill (gasps) him wait let's just just rewrite so we're rewriting the book silent patient part two (laughs) the silent patient spinoff and it's called the quiet um the quiet patient per see it doesn't hit as hard as if i found another word for patient no, like it then doesn't. it would it's okay we barely like talked about the ending but we did at the same time because the ending like intertwines with the whole book yeah it was just crazy but you're right like theo didn't kill him at the end of the day yeah but like Gabriel, I guess, killed her again in, like, some way, and that made her lost it. Like, she quite literally... Yeah. That's crazy. Jean Felix, John Felix, whatever her name, like, he was stupid. Oh, John Felix. (laughs) (laughs) With the British accents, yes. Well, that's... When I read this book, they were all speaking in a British accent. That's John Felix. Oh, he was infuriating. I was so... Like, just go away. I didn't think I didn't think him or Max was the stalker though. Really, I really didn't. I, really, I thought that would be like too obvious. I really thought it was Max for a while. Like it makes sense, mm-hmm. but I was just like, mm. I thought Mr. Diomedes, the professor. Yeah, I thought he was bad at one point. Me too. Which I think it's funny that at the end of the day he wasn't bad, but he just was so sick of everything that he retired. <laughs> like he literally just went, I've had enough, and then retired. Yeah. Because I thought maybe, like, the perpetrator... Like, maybe he, like, retired because, like, he did it. Yeah, like, and he was, he like, did too the drugging. Yeah. I Yeah, I thought that, too. And it's crazy how Theo was offered the job. Like, it's weird how... It's so cool how they built it up so much to be, like, Theo got away with it. Now his life is good. He has a wife. He has a job. Nope. Just for the very ending for him to get caught. Good, as you should. That was crazy. When he got caught, that was crazy. Well, that he was- clearly, like, needs help, too. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's going to go to the Grove or whatever replaces it. But yeah, when Theo got caught, that was crazy. Because even for a second, I was like, is this supposed to be a fake out? I know. Like, just to, like... You're questioning this book from beginning to end. Yeah. Like, maybe the author's just trying to show us that, like, now Theo's going to constantly be on edge. Mm -hmm. And, like, that it's over, but nothing's, like, really over. Like, I thought it was going to be something like that. But then he actually got caught, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. And then it just ended crazy but i guess like what else are you gonna do like you're not gonna do a trial yeah alicia's basically dead yeah that's so crazy what that she's just basically dead yeah i didn't love that when she was in a coma i thought like oh she's only in a coma for a little while like i thought it was quite literally like an attempted suicide Mm -hmm. or like something or someone tried to kill her to make it look like an attempted suicide or to make it look like suicide but failed, so, like, she was going to wake up. But I didn't realize that, like, she's now in a permanent coma. I know. That was really sad. I didn't even know that, like, they really can't revive her? I they don't can't... know anything about that. 
Like, how, it, like, is it something to do with her brain? Like, is she now, like, brain dead? I think so. I don't think she's brain dead, but it's, like, same kind of idea. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That was really sad to read. Because, like, especially now knowing that, like... Oh. Like, she can never explain herself. Yeah. Well, she can Stand can't, up for herself. She can't in her diary. She did in her diary. That's true. And that's why she did it. Yeah. But it also makes you question, like, is... Is she really not guilty? Because, like, now we feel for her. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, she did shoot her husband five times in the head. Not just once. For cheating on her. Which isn't... No, it wasn't for the cheating. It was for... Oh, right, because he said, like... I don't want to die. Yeah. So he technically said, kill her, not me. Yeah. So, once again, it triggered that whole rage from her childhood... And that all came bubbling out. Yes. Which is kind of... Theo kind of figures out earlier on. He figures that it's something from her childhood and that her anger is not directed at Gabriel, but at something else. Mm -hmm. But we don't know what until that moment. So it's like, is she guilty? But, like, she is. But, like, you feel for her. Once again... It's very touchy because you could, like, plead insanity, too. Yeah. Because she was clearly, like... She just went through, like, a whole, like torture basically by theo like that was psychological torture that he was doing to her and then plus she was he theo because of theo stalking her and everyone around her she was pretty much told she was insane and i feel like if you're told you're insane enough then you're gonna start acting you're gonna believe it yeah like there's just so many factors and like that's something else that like it just makes you it pulls into like the characters and the reader's morality into it i would agree like it makes you question your own morals oh yeah i feel like that's a really good note to end on though like you said that really well (gasps) thank you you're so welcome i feel bad though i feel like i've been talking a lot oh you're good this is like the second time now we filmed and i've had the brain zoomies that's okay i just can't trust it i'm just so excited i love i just love this book it was a good book it was a good book. It's a really good book for spooky season if you're mm-hmm. into thrillers. And mm-hmm. even if you're not into thrillers, because Kaylee's not. Now she's a full, yeah. full-blown thriller girl. Yeah. Any psychology people out there, definitely read it. They had Freud a couple times in here, which yeah. made me a little... Ooh. I was like, ooh, <laughs> Freud, what are you doing here? <laughs> but I we both recommend this book, point blank, period. 1,000%. And if you guys want to follow us on social media, you can do so on TikTok, Facebook, and on Instagram. We are What the Book Podcast with only one T. You can comment what you think of our episodes, tell us books you want us to read next, or just say hey. Because we do take recommendations. We do, especially because at the end, like this end of the year, we want to do some more seasonal books for Christmas. So yes. if you guys know any good Christmas recommendations, please give us. Because we haven't picked them yet. Maybe that'll be the other Q&A. Yes. And our next book review, we said it in the beginning of the episode, but it is Five Survived by Holly Jackson, and that will be on October 25th. So right before Halloween, which is good, because it is definitely a spooky thriller. That is so exciting. And we'll see you in the next one.